Head. Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person with an oddly shaped head, Sawyer. Hi, you're not the first person to say that to me, so thanks, Jesse. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we're we're going to be talking about someone who had a lot of play for a while, and I'm glad doesn't anymore. Egghead. <laughs> All right, I'm not. <laughs> this is new to me. I've never heard of Egghead. What do you think Egghead is? Okay. I feel like it's bad. It's not like for a person in t- 2019. I bet Egghead is not good. Um, no, we're uh, not talking about the DC Egghead or uh, okay. egg. I'm just not familiar with like any that? Egghead. Well. There's a racist Asian stereotype that it, that uh, related eggs. Uh, that's Wonder Woman villain, but that's not this one. Okay, okay, all right, okay. It's a um, a man with an egg for an head for a head for an head, and <laughs> I can't imagine what he possibly could do. <laughs> well, this is what egghead looks like. Oh, that you know what. I mean, without, like, the lab coat I, or whatever that is, that's pretty much exactly what I was imagining. Um, it's not good. I was right. It's not good. Yeah, just imagine, like, kind of a portly fellow in a lab coat and mm-hmm. and stuff and uh, just has an egghead. Yeah, he has spectacles. He looks very angry. We talked about him a lot in the a- a- Ant-Man episode. Okay, all right. Or the, sorry, Hank Pym episode. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Important distinction. Because at the time, he was a scientific adventurer. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, his real name is... Well, wait, actually, what do you think his deal is? Okay. He is a scientist that does experiments. Um, I'm going to say genetic modification... He accidentally gave himself an egghead, and now he's pissed off, so he's ruining the show for everybody else. Shrugs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's his deal? Well, well, he his name is Elias Starr, and that's with two R's. Okay. Okay. Um, Very fortunate that his first name is an E. Not related know? to Victoria Starr with two R's, who is part of the the Rangers. Uh, and shoots use uh, shoots paralyzing bullets. <laughs> Wait, from a gun? From a gun, yes. That okay. are star shaped. <laughs> All right. Yeah, cool. she doesn't even shoot regular guns. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know what? A, a regular gun can be a paralyzing. Oh wait, gun wait. Too. She does have <laughs> she does have jet boots as well. Okay. Well, that that does. That, but those that are butt and thing. cowboy boots. Wait, what you're saying a butt like that's. This is a, a something that should be qualified. <laughs> this be, makes it. I mean, most of the time, jet boots, you know, they're like kind of, they're like regular boots, and they're strapped on the outside or something. But no, yeah, like yeah. the jet boots, as in like, like cowboy boots. Yeah, yeah, boots. yeah, yeah. This is awesome. I'm gonna look this up right now. Well, if you want to know, listen to my shooting star episode. Okay. Hell yeah. Yep. So, uh, former atomic scientist and criminal mastermind. 
uh, identity is publicly known. He is a citizen of the United States with a criminal record. Uh, his former alias is Carl Stryker, but with an I. Okay, not a Y. Important. Yep. Good. Uh, his place of birth was Queens, New York, and his place of death was Rosalyn, Long Island, New York. Mm. And his uh, marital status is unrevealed. Oh, okay. A mystery man. Yep. Uh, now, known relatives is Patricia Trish Starr, who is his niece. Okay. And his group affiliations is Emissary of Evils, Evil, um, Masters of Evil 3, former partner of the Mad Thinker and the Puppet Master. Okay. All and right. he first showed up in Tales to Astonish, issue number uh, night issue number 38 in December 1963, Betrayed by the Ants. <laughs> <laughs> Cover Peace Theater. So to set the scene for this one, I don't know what's going on with the proportions, <laughs> um, but Eggman is, Egghead, sorry, Egghead, is kind of lording over Ant-Man in his classic costume, uh, who's on, I guess, a glue trap? A Oh, oh, yeah, he's stuck. Yes, he's been caught in a bug trap. I don't know where they're at. Like, I have no idea where they're at. Like, the the setting is so weird here. I like the I like the lavender background. That's nice. Yes, it's very calming. Um, but like Egghead is just I don't know what his proportions are. Like his hands he's are like even if humongous. they're coming, even if they're coming towards the screen. There's still There's way too still big. A lot of, yeah. He's like in a weird funhouse mirror, but projected into reality. Because, yeah, his his other hand is behind him, and that's still massive. But his and head is so small. Yeah. I mean, he's got an egg head. But his head is still small compared to his hands. Yes. Right. Right. But he also has very short legs. And his feet are, like, huge. His his foot, is, at least that one foot. No, yeah, both his, are Both huge. of his feet are, yeah, you can see it massive. And I'm just gonna say he thick. I know he he real thick, like thick he, with three C's. Th- yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, he egg thick. Yeah, and there's some ants, and uh, Eggman says, "Do this as nebishly as possible." Well, I, wait, 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 I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like a like a goddamn nerd. Okay. Oh, all right. You're hopelessly stuck to that flypaper. No, that's not good. No, no. Right, let me let me I mean, put, let me push like up my nerd, glasses. But that's just your regular yeah. voice. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> You're hopelessly stuck to that flypaper, Ant Man. Your own ants have led you into my trap. Is that nerdy enough yep. for you? Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Surprise, fellow. Su- Surprise, follow surprise. Oh, yeah. As the desperate Ant-Man seems to be betrayed by ants, starring Ant-Man, the most astonishing superheroes in comic. The ants are his, like, his thing. If he's being betrayed by the ants, he's he's screwed. Well, we do have a, uh, this this is still where they had a lot of, um, you know, like, three stories, you know, like like the last one. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, so betrayed by ants, a cr- a crook, 
a, sorry, a group, a group of crooks hired a scientist named Egghead to find a way to defeat Egghead. Sorry, Egghead. I keep on saying Eggman. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, well, there's right here. It says man and then egg right next to it. Yeah. I, that would happen to me all the time. Yeah. yeah. He builds a, uh, builds a device that works like Ant-Man's helmet and gets some ants to lure Ant-Man into a trap of flypaper. However, Ant-Man is not trapped. It jumps out of the trap. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> and attacks the crooks. Ant-Man then has the ants who was on the ceiling drop a giant sheet of flypaper on the crooks. The, <laughs> oh, the crooks try to escape, but their tires, uh, car tires are flat and keys are gone. What? Oh. I'm going to guess was by the, the ants? ants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are captured by the police, but Egghead escapes. The ants hold Egghead. It's told a- Ant-Man about Egghead's plot and allows <laughs> Ant-Man to prepare the trap and sabotage of their car. Okay, so he was in on it the whole time. Yeah. So then, and that was written by Lee, well, Lee Lieber. Well, sorry, it was done by Lee Lieber, Kirby, and Ayers. So, okay. of course, early Marvel, pretty much the only mm-hmm. employees they had at the time. <laughs> um. Then we have, uh, I found an impossible world. Uh, which is an attempt at time travel is a failure, or is it? Great question. It, it's not. Okay, well there you like, go. <laughs> like most of the time, if 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 the headlines ends with a question mark, the answer right. is no. Yes, and I don't know, but I think the or is it has a different connotation. It's the I opposite think... of what the previous sentence is. Right. Yes. It's or is it. In fact, uh, it, it is. is not a... Well, <laughs> or it well, isn't. <laughs> it is not, yeah. <laughs> or is it? No. No. Uh, uh, well, because then it wouldn't be a story. Or is it? Right? Yes. Like, um, almost all attempts at time travel are a failure. Or, right? unless you're trying to destroy the timeline, which I will constantly try to do. <laughs> yes, yes. Then it's a As success. As should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> then we have a secret, secret of the statues, and this is a Lee Ditko joint some artists discover a reclusive sculptor and tell the art uh, tell an art critic about him oh hmm. i guess something happens and then yeah and then this is our regular ass pro story in our comic book that you get at this time <laughs> strange mission and we don't know who did this pro story about a timid man who accidentally who, who ends up accidentally becoming a hero oh Yep, it's a, a real a real Don Knotts there. Yeah, <laughs> real Don Knotts. I just uh, in this secret of the statues, I just like some artists. Just just some artists. Some art. Some artists. They're some, just like, some hey, artists. I know about this dude who's reclusive. You want to yeah. talk to him? Yeah. <laughs> the end, or is it? No, probably not. No, right? Yeah. Yeah, some or, or maybe. Maybe I don't know. That's the thing. But yeah, that's that's his first appearance. As someone with like really weird proportions. Yeah. Even for a superhero. Or it's yes. I it's so hard to understand what's going on here. Like I'm assuming Ant-Man has to be small because he's stuck in the the trap and Egghead is or yeah, Egghead is big and like looming over, but I I have no idea. It looks like they're in a castle too. 
but we don't know that because that could the lavender could be the sky or it could be right. a ceiling. Yeah. So we don't know. Hmm. But oh uh, yeah, his final appearance was Avengers two thirty. Elias Starr was a scientist working at a government atomic research center who was caught smuggling blueprints for an atomic reactor out of the facility, presumably to sell on the open market. Mm -hmm. Fired from the research center, Starr was awaiting trial for treason when he was contacted by delegates of a criminal by the criminal underworld. Starr had been given the nickname Egghead in the tabloid newspapers covering his alleged crime. And the accounts of his genius, uh, and the accounts of his genius in multiple fields, and intrigued a certain unnamed New York area crime boss. Wait, so, so for one, he didn't give himself the name Egghead. No, basically, but, he was a smart dude, and in the sixties, yeah. you would call smart people eggheads. Yeah, Wait, but did he have an egg-shaped head at at this point? Yes. Okay. All right. So he was a smart dude with an egg-shaped head. So they're just like, "Hey, hey, egghead." Hey, that, yeah, hey, egghead. That's I. I kind of I feel for him now. That's that's mean. Don't feel for him. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> egghead was offered the opportunity to demonstrate his genius for the crime, uh, for the crime leaders' uh, purposes in exchange for the mob using its influence to see that the charge of treason was dropped. Egg, Damn. Egghead but, agreed and took on the challenge of defeating the original Ant-Man, who recently interfered with uh, with certain mob activities. The uh the mob connection makes it feel like <laughs> uh uh trying to leverage mob connections to like get out of a treason charge seems um pretty realistic, <laughs> like something that could happen. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Right? Like that's pretty grounded. Yeah, pretty pretty grounded. Um, Egghead agreed and took the challenge to feed the original eggs, man. I, I mean, egg, Egghead. The scientist uh, devised a cybernetic device similar to a, uh, to Ant-Man's to enable him to communicate with ants. He attempted to vie, and attempted to vie Ant-Man for the insect's loyalty. Ant-Man outwitted <laughs> Egghead, however, and <laughs> Egghead narrowly escaped capture. Shaken by his failure, Egghead found refuge in the in New York's Bowery for a short time uh, until he was ready to try to defeat uh, Ant-Man again. This time, he was using Ant-Man's new partner, the Wasp, as a bait for a trap. Oh. oh so, his original plan was get get the thing that lets you talk to ants and then win over the ants? Like, just make them turn their back on Ant-Man. Just because you can talk to an ant doesn't mean, like, Ant-Man has a bond built with these ants, right? Like, it seems, I don't know. It seems like a stretch to be, like, just because I could t could talk to someone doesn't mean, like, I'm going to have the ability to win them over. Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I'm very magnetic and win over most people. <laughs> that's but you know, so that's true. You got me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah. So he was using Wasp. Mm, give me a moment. Uh, this scheme failed, as well as a uh, sub uh, subsequent one, 
to pit Ant-Man, who is now going by Giant-Man, against Spider-Man. Ant-Man was taken into custody following his feral plan, which was only served to increase with his accession with the defeat of Ant-Man. When Ant-Man slash Giant-Man let his true identity of the scientist Henry Pym... I hate that his, they call him Henry. And right, because no one calls him Henry. Every, everyone right. calls him Hank. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone calls him Hank. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, maybe his mom calls him Henry. Yeah, right, when when she's she's mad at him. Yeah. But... It's like if everyone started calling Peter Parky Petey all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just like, no one calls him that. Is it technically something you could call? If someone called started calling Peter Pete all of a sudden. Right. Right. You'd be like, technically, that is something you could call him. (laughs) Yeah, but it it completely uh, shows a lack of, like, familiarity or understanding (laughs) with this person. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, but basically, uh, Hank became known to the public, and then the, uh, number of ways that Egghead could strike at his enemy increased in a short- In, in what way? Because he knows- cause Oh, because he knows- okay, because he knows who Ant-Man is. I he knows okay. exactly yeah. who Ant-Man is, so he yep. could- he could more personalize his attacks. Yeah, yeah. In a short-lived uh, alliance with a bad thinker and the puppet master, Egghead uses knowledge of physics to construct an infrared laser, which could be sent from infrared laser, which could send Earthbound a beam of highly destructive force. Mounted uh, uh, on board a orbiting satellite that the three managed to obtain, the death ray was tested on a small, abandoned Midwestern town. Oh, no, I'm from a small, semi-abandoned Midwestern town. Well, you know how you raise an orphan? <laughs> so following the test, Egg, Egghead attempted to blackmail the United uh, the U.S. government for an astronomical sum in order <laughs> to keep him, keep him from continuing his tax. Was it $1 billion? Sure. I don't pinky know. Pinky to the mouth or whatever? Come on, Austin Powers. I mean, I know, but I'm not okay. going to respond to right. it. <laughs> God damn it, Jesse. <laughs> like, for a moment there, I was going to like, oh, I could sound like Dr. Evil, but I was just like, no, f- no, I'm not going to give you the dignity. <sighs> of me recognizing an Austin Power reference. You know, the dignity that comes with that. <laughs> Yeah, baby. <sighs> the Avengers learned of the satellite's secret location through a s- small-time uh, racketeer, Barney Barton, who was secretly the brother of the Avenger, Clint Barton. Yeah. Who also, who at this time was calling himself Goliath. Okay. All right. Um, but also becomes Trickshot. Hmm. Which... Isn't, I mean, just kind of fundamentally, isn't Hawkeye already, tr- like, Trickshot is just what he does. That's just the name of what his thing is, right? Like, shooting things from far away and always hitting. Like, that's basically, tr- I no, I guess a Trickshot has more flair to it, right? Also, also, like, they needed to have a name that would kind of fit with Hawkeye. 
Yeah, yeah. True. So, you know, trick shot isn't a bad one. So, Hawkeye's brother was a small-time racketeer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> the Avengers managed to destroy Egghead's death machine. <laughs> um, but Barney Barton was killed in the process. By the way, that's a lie. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Egghead escaped back to Earth and there hired the criminal swordsman to invade the Avengers headquarters to kidnap Henry Pym, whom Egghead thought still to be Goliath. Um, it wasn't, by the way. Mm. Okay. Um, he, Hank at the time was actually a, was Yellow Jacket. What, so what, he, Yellow, okay. Um, I'm, man, I know Yellow, Yellow Jacket is a bad guy, right? Yes. A bad person? Yes. So is Hank Pym. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Great point, yes. That's, from, from the, uh, you know, I, I don't have a lot of in-depth knowledge, but I do know that he was a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, okay. For a fairly long time, and right now he's, in the comics, he's fused with, um, Ultron. Oh, his own his own baby. Yeah. Okay. It's father and you know, father and son. The and Fused the Holy together. Ghost. Having yes. a weird psychosomatic relationship with the wasp. <laughs> uh. Hmm. Alright, alright. Yeah. The swordsman succeeded in taking Goliath captive, but after being taken Daggins uh out hideout. Clint Barton, the new Goliath, overcame both the swordsman and the uh, egghead, the man responsible for his brother's death. Mm. Eventually, egghead escaped incarceration and began constructing a machine that would steal other people's intelligence. To test this device, he took his own niece, Patricia Straw, <sighs> uh, captive. Ugh. Hank Pym, in the disguise of Ant-Man once again, Rescued the girl. It sabotaged Egghead's uh, machine. Okay. Okay, good. Pym uh, uh, assumed that Egghead was killed in the ensuing explosion. But later, he counted him with some months in, in the Bowery. Egghead, so he went back to the Bowery? Yeah. Okay. Egghead had just planted a bomb in the car carrying his niece Patricia in an attempt Oof. to pay her back for her part in his previous de uh, defeat. The bomb that got real sorry? got real grimy. That's like I mean <laughs> it just seems dark. Yep. The bomb uh caused her to lose her arm. Oof. Once again at a, uh at large after a period of imprisonment Egghead hijacked a NASA space laboratory and organized the Rhino, Solar, and the Cobalt Man into the Emissary of Evil. Egg, uh, Egghead's goal was to obtain the Star of... I want to say Capsation, but it's not that. It's Capistan. Mm. The Star of Capsation, the spiciest crowd. <laughs> a mystical power object he learned of in prison. Failing to do so, Egghead was trapped and again presumed killed when the Cobalt Man exploded. 
Egghead managed to save himself by activating the teleportation apparatus aboard the uh, satellite. This guy's sneaky or slippery. He's he's slipper more slippery than the eel. If I had a nickel for every time a supervillain or hero was presumed dead, but they just teleported <laughs> away, yeah, I would yep. be able to pay my rent for at least one month. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that happen so many with so many characters. I mean, you just this has happened ten times. I mean, like not teleportation necessarily, but. Presumed dead, he got away. Like, he's just a real resilient man. Yeah, yes. You know, <laughs> much more resilient than, say, an actual egg. Yeah. Um, Egghead stripped and abandoned the a satellite, set up a laboratory in Manhattan. Months later, he learned that his enemy, Hank Pym, disgraced himself in the eyes of the Avengers. <laughs> Egghead plotted to uh, ruin him totally. Designing and constructing a bionic arm, Egghead approached Pym and wanted him to make amends <laughs> for what happened to his niece by giving her an artificial arm to replace oh. the one she lost. Can I can I interject in here real quick with what I thought was going to happen? Oh, well, what? <laughs> I, the, the, the image that came to mind was he was going to walk to Hank Pym, uh, try to make amends, offer a handshake with this bionic arm, and then, like, I don't crutch him or something. Like, I don't know. But, okay, sorry. I can't get that out of my head, though. When Pym delivered the arm to Trish Starr and attached it... Um, however, Egghead falsely informed him from, and from afar... From afar, that was booby-trapped. <laughs> to explode if tampered with. Believing himself to die, Pym was sent by Egghead to a military base in Omaha. In Nebraska. Uh, to steal certain containers of adamantium resins. There, the Yellow Jacket was forced by Egghead to battle the Avengers teammates. But it was because of the false memories programmed into Patricia Starr's brain. She could not corroborate what Hank Pym told his friends to be true. Pym so he, he was like, hey, I'm being blackmailed about this arm, but she had false memories yeah. put into her brain? Okay, that's tricky. Uh, here's my question, right? Hank Pym, like maybe one of the top five smartest people on the whole planet right for for a long time he he can't like figure out how to like deactivate or like neutralize this this uh this arm right like that seems that's hard for me to believe he's more of a biologist than a engineer he also invented a robot well that robot Immediately locked him out of the uh, the lab and built <laughs> yeah. itself a body so it could kill him. So yeah. I'm going to okay. say he's better at biology. Right. Okay, okay, thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not going to say sure he built a robot, but it tried to kill him immediately. <laughs> yeah, I would so, call that a failure at building a robot. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, you know, you got me. Great. Pym was sent to prison uh, for his federal crime. 
But Eggman was not satisfied with the extent of his revenge. <laughs> Weeks later, after organizing the Masters of Evil, the third group with that name, Egghead went to uh, sent his henchmen to the courtroom where Hank Pym was on trial to kidnap him. Take mm-hmm. Egghead's latest uh, layer. Pym was uh, put to work on Egghead's research project to slow death in the human aging process. Unknown to Egghead, Pym constructed a force field harness and weapon system and tricked the Egghead into letting him test it. By the time the by the time the Avengers arrived, Pym had single-handedly defeated the Masters of Evil. Damn. I mean... Mm. No? Eh. Not impressive? Eh. Not impressed? Not really. Alright, that's that's fair. I mean, I, Egghead hasn't won a single goddamn thing in this whole whole episode, so I... I, I yeah, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't really have a great record. I, I can't imagine him being that tough. No. He also got fooled into letting Hank Pym build a weapon system. This, for as smart as this guy's supposed to be, he's pretty dumb. Yep, he's a biologist, not a uh, brain surgeon. <laughs> uh, you know, he's a brain surgeon as well. Okay, well, all right. Uh, Hank single-handedly defeated the Masters of Evil. Egghead fainted, uh, fainting in con- unconsciousness, drew a gun on Pym who was about to shoot it was about to shoot him when Hawkeye shot an arrow into the gun barrel the gun which was energy blaster misfired killing Egghead instantly finally without intending to Hawkeye finally avenged his uh, brother's death oh pouring out for uh, Billy? Billy Barton? I already forgot. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, Blarney. R.I.P. Blarney. Yeah, Blarney. Blarney. Yeah, Blarney. Blarney Blarton. Yeah. Well, um... Yeah, what do you think of Egghead? Um... He... It... <laughs> he just... He kept trying. He just... I... If if anything, I have to respect his uh, never quit attitude. But he sounds like a real piece of trash, and he he did some very like. I think a lot of villains, they're like, I'm going to try to take over the world or whatever. There's, it's a different thing when it's something personal, like I'm going to kidnap your niece, right? Like, and that's just gross. I yeah, that's yeah, 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 not. I don't gross. like him. So yeah, he's five eleven, which I think is too <clears throat> tall. Honestly, I mean it's, he it's looks, honestly he hard looks, to say. But does he looks the, like a shorty. Does the point of the egg add a couple extra inches that he might not have otherwise? It's the top of his head. Yes. Yeah, but that wouldn't add much more than like four or five inches. <clears throat> I mean, that's a lot of inches. Yeah, but I like, mean, I was expecting him to be like. Short, short, yeah, like arcade or Wolverine short, right? I mean, he does look, he does look kind of. He has the proportions of, of a very short man. Yes, that just means he's like, 
He's even thicker than you thought. Yep. Yeah. He weighs 320 pounds. He's okay. So that is a that is a thick man. Yeah. Yeah. He does not wear he does not wear his weight like 320 pounds. No, absolutely not. No. It's all in that damn egg. Yep, it's that damn egg. It's too dense. <laughs> that egg is too damn big. He has blue eyes and bald hair, bald head. Um, his unusual physical features. <laughs> he has an oddly shaped skull. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, he engages in no regular exercise, so he's not that strong. Um, no, no superhuman powers. And, um, he's a scientist, so in the Marvel Universe means he can basically do magic. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, technology sufficiently advanced enough is almost indistinguishable from magic. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So, I think we're pretty much done. I just have one question left for you. Are they still dead? Is he still dead? I think he... I, I'm going to say yes, because I don't see this type of uh, specific like villain. like The way it's characterized and portrayed, I don't see that being a thing that Marvel's going to keep alive in 2019. Um, let me check real quick. All right, all right. I'm pretty sure he's still dead. Like, I'm 99% sure he's dead, still. I would hope so. But just just out of the sheer number of times he was presumed dead, I my heart couldn't handle another one. Well, you know, sometimes you gotta... <laughs> sometimes you gotta let the people back into your heart, you know? Yeah. There's an egg-shaped hole in my heart for, oh. for the Eggman. For Egghead. Egg, egghead? Egghead. Uh, yeah, he, he's like dead, dead. Um, he after did, his death, right? though, um, he, uh, he was cloned and Deadpool battled him. Okay. All right. That's, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Who cloned him? Do you know? I mean, I'd have to look into the story. Uh, okay. No, don't worry about I it. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much him. So, hmm. you have any uh any parting words? <sighs> um, uh, egg in peace. No, I'm gonna. I I don't know. What I'm trying today. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I almost <laughs> feel like you don't deserve plugs after that. That you no, know what? None of us That's deserves fair. plugs after that. No, no. <laughs> you, you killed you killed the podcast that we're talking about dead characters. I'm sorry. So <laughs> so yeah, um this has been Alphabet Flight and Justice is served. Bye. I am the head. <laughs>